Hello you, welcome back to another episode of Actors Making It, the podcast where I speak to actors about their journey to making it in whatever way making it means to them. This week's guest is British actor Mariama Bojang. Mariama has coined herself the articulate autistic actor. Now she has an interesting story on how she can promote herself and get her dream part on some well-known UK soap operas. I won't go into too much detail here, but you can hear all about her unique marketing idea and her experience in this week's episode. As always, thanks for listening to Actors Making It and good luck on your own journey to making it. As you know, over the past few years, self-tapes have become the norm and they are being used by more and more industry professionals to cast all sorts of productions. I've personally recorded self-tapes for theatre and TV and film and commercials, and it makes life easier for casting as they can see more options. But what isn't easy for us actors is finding someone to read for us in the moment that we need them. That's where We Audition comes in. We Audition is an online video chat community where you can call someone that has marked themselves available and they will read for you for your audition. You can use We Audition to rehearse, film, or just ask questions that may help your audition. Last year, I had an actor contact me who had never drank alcohol, who just wanted to know how to play drunk. Um, you can sign up to We Audition to be a reader yourself. I log into We Audition most days and I just leave it on and people call and I accept and I help them with their auditions. So you can earn a little extra cash doing that and you can just meet some great people. I even helped one of the main cast of Morning Wars tape an audition towards the end of last year. Look, it's a great platform and if you're gonna sign up to be a reader, it basically pays for itself. So if you wanna sign up to be a reader on We Audition, you can get 25% off using the Actors Making It discount code, Making It. So just go to www.weaudition.com and use the code making it when you sign up. Hi, Mariama. Welcome to Actors Making It. Hello, Danny. Nice to meet you. You too. Thank you so much for, uh, for joining me. I'm excited to hear all about your acting journey and, and how you got to where you are now. Mm-hmm. Gladly. Cool. So um, now you've sent through, obviously, a, a, a bit of information about yourself, which I've had a look through, um, which we'll get into a little bit later. But I think the first thing that I kind of want to know is why acting? What is What was the reason behind you, I guess, forging a career in this, uh, in this entertainment world? I've always had a passion for acting. I believe that it's innate because an ancestor of mine was a famous actor in her day. Okay. Yes. So I believe that I have the acting gene and I've been acting on and off from a young age. So it's something that's always been there. I've always loved to do it. I've always had a passion for the craft. So that's okay. it. It's something that I... <laughs> oh okay and I think on your IMDB you said you kind of started at the age of three and when you started at that age did you kind of see it as a career choice or was it um just something that you enjoyed doing well I mean three is quite a young age but yes definitely the latter you know I wasn't uh, thinking in terms of job career clearly I was of course. I now know that I was being paid, or rather my parents were being paid, but 
at that time I wasn't thinking, oh, this is what I want to do forever because well, I wasn't thinking that far. It was just something that I was doing. Sure. <coughs> what um, do, you, do you think you know at what point in your life you thought about it as a career and something that you wanted to push forward to? Yes, twice actually. When I was um, 10, yes, and also when I turned 14, those were two periods in my life in which I thought to myself, this is what I see myself doing as an adult for a living. Okay, sure. And when you thought about that, what was the... Did you talk to me about, I guess, the plan that you put in place to make to make that a reality? When I was, of course, nine years old, I wrote to Coronation Street, you know, asking if I could, um, you know, join the cast. They kindly wrote back and told me that uh, they didn't have any roles available for me, which is fair enough. They didn't. And, of course, years later, when I was a young teenager, I was enrolled in an amateur dramatics, um, yes, group. I, um, you know, was going to play a part in a, in a play, but something came up, so I wasn't able to do that. But that was the initiative that I took at that time. And I decided again when I was 20, so seven years ago, that I wanted to do it properly, acting. So right. I um, searched up an, an agency. It was predominantly a background artist's agency, but I signed up with them and it was through them that I got my first speaking role, which was on ITV's Prey. Okay, and that was... How many years after you started with the background agency? Um, it was only a, a few months after I'd started oh, nice. with them. Yeah, cool. All right. <clears throat> so when you, I guess, started to, you decided that you wanted to do acting, quote unquote, properly, as you've, as you've just said, mm -hmm. um, what does properly mean to you? Properly, um, to me, is taking it seriously as a job and later a career, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Did you have an idea at that time about what you wanted to achieve in acting? Did you have a, I guess, uh, a thought about what making it meant to you at that point in your life? And what I mean by that is, you know, once I've achieved this thing, then I've made it and I'm a proper actor. Yes. Yes, I did. Um, my idea of that was and is a role in a television soap opera. Okay, um, cool. I guess that, that kind of segues really well into a way of which you kind of put yourself out there to get noticed to get that part in soap operas. Um, so, so you sent me an article about how you uh, actually, rather than me say, why don't you tell me about the steps that you've taken to try and get noticed um, in, the, in the soap opera world? Very well. I um, 
have advertised myself beginning on social media, following casting directors, emailing them, and in some cases establishing a rapport. But last year I took the quantum leap of, you know, um, advertising myself on a billboard opposite um, Emmerdale Studios in Leeds and also at um, Media City in Manchester where Coronation Street is filmed on the um, digital six sheets. Yes, with my name, okay. my brand, my contact details and essentially what I want, which is to be cast. Sure. What, um, what led you to, I guess, reach that point of taking, I guess, what some people might consider quite an extreme measure to, to get noticed um, by, by these particular shows? What, what kind of got you to that point? Yes, I um, thought to myself that, you know, acting is a business. Yes, and businesses are, if they're competing, have to offer something you know, different from the rest. How can I put myself out there, but really put myself out there? <clears throat> I can always do more. So why don't, you know, advertising? And then it hit me, well, billboards are a form of advertising. Are there billboards um, where the soap operas are filmed? Yes, there are. So why not advertise myself on a billboard at, you know, basically at the studios and so that's what I did and I went to the papers about it and it it went from there okay was there I mean obviously I mean I completely agree with you that acting is a business and I think um I'm not sure how many actors actually think about themselves as a business and as a commodity and and thinking about marketing themselves in that way um and i understand the the idea of um wanting to treat yourself as a business and, and, and marketing as a good uh, a good way of doing that um but obviously as an actor we go through i guess all of the motions of training and uh, auditioning etc was there a reason why you felt you needed to take um that kind of step to to get noticed more um I, do you have an agent at the moment no not at the moment i did when i advertised okay. myself but um okay. no i don't have one at the moment sure so personally i, I don't think is, i need that... one personally okay, why is that because all the jobs that i you know well most of the jobs that I have got have been through my, you know, my own initiative. I myself have applied and auditioned, etc. And I've done okay. that myself. You know, it hasn't been a case of previous agents, although they have put me forward for roles, all the roles that I did get whilst I was with them, I myself had put myself forward. Sure. No, I can... I can definitely empathise with that. I think I've, I'm very much in a similar boat myself of majority of the, um, the narrative acting that I've done outside of the few commercials has all been off the back of, of work that I've done. So I can, I can empathise with that. Um, okay, well, talk to me about, I guess, with the, with the billboards. Did you have 
the success that you were looking for from from that? Did you get, I guess, an audition with with either of those One productions? Of them. Oh, fantastic! So, how, so talk to me about how that kind of came about then, or how that kind of transpired. Tell me about the process. That uh, came to me a few months later, out of nowhere. I'd never um, conversed or communicated with this casting director. But they um, emailed me telling me that they had a role, an upcoming role in their soap opera. They're not sure yet whether it's going to be ad hoc or regular. You know, that is something that will come up later. Uh, would I like to audition? I said yes. So they sent me the um, script to learn, which I did. And um, the following month, I was contacted telling me that I have been shortlisted. Oh, congratulations. So is that still currently in the process? Yes. Oh, that's that's amazing. I assume you can't tell me which which one of the productions that it <laughs> that, no, that it's for. Not. Um that's that's fine. But that's that's amazing. I think that's really cool that you put yourself out there on something like that on a billboard and and that has turned into did that casting director see your billboard? Presumably, yes. They haven't said so. Right, okay. I think so, yes. Sure. <laughs> Okay, well, that's really that's really exciting. Well, there you go. If people uh, want to get noticed, get a billboard out in front of the production companies, and you never know what could happen. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. that's so, well, congratulations on on being shortlisted for that. So, I wish you, Thank you all the luck. As you know, over the past few years, self tapes have become the norm, and they are being used by more and more industry professionals to cast all sorts of productions. I've personally recorded self-tapes for theatre and TV and film and commercials, and it makes life easier for casting as they can see more options. But what isn't easy for us actors is finding someone to read for us in the moment that we need them. That's where We Audition comes in. We Audition is an online video chat community where you can call someone that has marked themselves available and they will read for you for your audition. You can use We Audition to rehearse, film, or just ask questions that may help your audition. Last year, I had an actor contact me who had never drank alcohol, who just wanted to know how to play drunk. Um, you can sign up to We Audition to be a reader yourself. I log into We Audition most days and I just leave it on and people call and I accept and I help them with their auditions. So you can earn a little extra cash doing that and you can just meet some great people. I even helped one of the main cast of Morning Moors tape an audition towards the end of last year. Look, it's a great platform and if you're gonna sign up to be a reader, it basically pays for itself. So if you want to sign up to be a reader on We Audition, you can get 25% off using the Actors Making It discount code MAKINGIT. So just go to www.weaudition.com and use the code MAKINGIT when you sign up. Um, so one of the things that, you, that your billboard says on there, I think you classify yourself as the articulate autistic actor. So... Talk to me about um, your history with living with autism and how that has kind of influenced your acting um, abilities. Mm -hmm. I was diagnosed just before my 18th birthday and it was, um, you know, a very long process. My mother had been telling officials for years that I was on the spectrum, but you know most people disagreed they didn't think that I was but I am and with regards to um, acting 
if anything, I think that helps me a lot because, um, you know, in terms of memorization and masking, mimicking, etc., it all ties in. So if anything, I, I view it as a gift. Of course. And that's a, a beautiful way to view it, I think. Um, do you No, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I have friends that are living with autism and, and on, the, on the spectrum that are that are actors. Um, so I've had some conversations with them, but I'm keen to hear about whether or not, I guess, whether that has meant that you've had to think about things in a different way or what your experience has been, I guess, as you go through the audition process, whether um, it has any effect on your, on the way that you deal with, I guess, the rejection or anything like that around um, the process of trying to make it as an actor? I'm going to be honest and say, yes, it has in the past, but now I'm getting a lot better because I'm, okay. you know, able to reflect and look at and think about things objectively and tell mm -hmm. myself that like it or not, this is part of the process. There are going to be highs and lows. So, you know, stick with it yeah so can you tell me a little bit about some of the things that you experienced before you learned how to deal with it and and the kind of emotions that you might have experienced meltdowns you know i would be <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> crying and screaming and shouting oh is it something to do with me am i not well, pretty enough or what well anything that came into my head I realised yeah. it's not to do with that. You know, if a um, writer or a casting director has a certain, you know, look in mind, that's what they're mm -hmm. going to go for. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing. I think whether somebody is living with autism or not. Or not. Um, yes. I think it's a, exactly, I think it's a very common, um, it's a very common thing that all actors face because within... I guess the world of acting, you're not always, you're not going to get, A, you're not necessarily always going to get loads of auditions mm -hmm. and you're not necessarily always going to get cast in the role. I think, um, God, I don't know how many auditions I've done versus how many roles I've actually been cast in. So being able to, I guess, compartmentalize your own personal feelings about what you tell yourself or the story that you create mm -hmm. around why you didn't get the part versus what the reality is, which is you weren't right mm -hmm. um, for, for the part is, I guess, an important quality and a resilience that I think actors need to um, be appreciative of. But I think it does take time to get to that point. Um, I mean, you've been acting for a very long time, so mm -hmm. it's uh, it's not unusual that you would have I guess experienced those kind of feelings in the beginning um, but perhaps you might have experienced them in a in a different way um, or in a and the way that, you, that that affected you might have just been a little bit different mm -hmm. um, do you have any advice for any other actors that might be starting their journey or that are looking to get into acting but might be living with autism that and, and that might be holding them back at the moment. What, what advice would you give those actors? My advice would be don't let it hold you back. If anything, allow it to propel you forward as 
cliched as that sounds, it is a fact because I myself have been there. So I'm speaking from experience. Do what you want to do. There is nobody and nothing stopping you. So, you know, go ahead and good luck. <laughs> sure. Um, so how, once you, you said, so 2015 is when you joined the act, the background agency mm -hmm. and started your journey as a proper actor. Yes. So that's a good, what, seven, seven years ago now. Yes. Uh, um, what's the, what's the journey been like over that seven years as far as your progression as an actor is concerned? Mm -hmm. Talk to me about, um, I don't know if it's, I mean, I, I assume it's similar over there in the UK as what it is here. I mean, acting is, it's not a linear journey, but um, I guess for a lot of people, they feel like they have to achieve certain rungs on the ladder before you get to a certain point. So keen to hear about what your kind of journey has been like and what your, your experience has been over the last seven years. Mm -hmm. Well, over the last seven years, I've done a lot of traveling, including living abroad for over 18 months. So it hasn't been a case of, because up until recently, when I was um, self-castigating, I would say, oh, but I've been doing this for seven years and I'm still not yet where I want to be. But, you know, I've been able to, you know, self-reflect and be objective and say, well, actually, I haven't been doing it consistently for seven years because, as I've okay. said, I've done a lot of travelling. And before, mm -hmm. in fact, it's only up until February last year, it's only since February last year that I've been applying for jobs consistently, i.e. every day and setting up, um, you know, profiles on the main casting sites such as Mandy and Backstage. Mm -hmm. Yes, but before I used to just sit around thinking, oh, I've emailed a few people, you know, they'll email, they should email me back. I don't need to do much else. I'll just sit around and wait for it to happen. But right. no the mountain yeah. come to Muhammad. well that's another thing isn't it i mean there's so i guess so many people take the the attitude of well you know i've got an agent uh, you know they're doing the job for me so i'll just i'll wait for the phone to call so it's great that you've i guess taken that or come to that realization that you know you you unfortunately you, you, your career is in is in your hands mm -hmm. um which is which is great do you, just out of curiosity, do you work outside of acting or is, do you focus on acting full time? Yes, I focus on acting and after that modelling. You know, I've also, okay. you know, done modelling jobs and at the moment I'm writing my own screenplay. Um, Amazing. Yes, but outside of that, no, I'm simply a lady of leisure. <laughs> It does sound like the life. Um, were you were you working before February last year, or like when you were travelling, etc., to to bring cash in to support um, your acting career? No. Okay. Oh, cool. That's uh, if you can, if you can, then then great. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something the... else I consider. You know, I consider myself fortunate that you know I don't have to you know, you know, get a, a regular job while I wait, 
you know, I should, mm -hmm. you know, I'm grateful for that. So yeah, sure. don't need to complain. <laughs> Do you, so with the, with that, with applying to different roles every day, as you said before, um, you mentioned Mandy and, and backstage. Do you feel that that with your efforts, I mean, obviously, you know, it's great a casting director has contacted you in regards to either Emmerdale or Coronation Street, um, which is great. Do you feel that you're getting or that you have the opportunity to submit yourself forward for other big opportunities and soaps? Do they, do they make their way to Mandy and Spotlight and, um, and backstage without having an agent? Uh, not that you? I've noticed. I know that uh, feature films and TV series such as, you know, those that will be streamed on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Hulu, maybe even Netflix, you know, they'll, you know, I've seen advertising you know, casting calls on Spotlight and uh, Backstage and maybe Mandy, yes, but no, mm -hmm. not for soap operas. I would imagine that, you know, they probably go to agents for those, mostly. But yeah, sure. in this case, okay. you know, I was contacted directly and even asked, do you have an agent? If not, you, you know, we'll contact you. Okay. Well, that's, that's cool. I mean, obviously it's working out for you at the moment, which is, which is great. Um, so what about from an education perspective and training, what's your journey been like as far as uh, your acting training is concerned? I have uh, trained my agency, the last one I was at, um, also had, well, it was an acting school with an agency okay. attached. So all students were part of the agency. That's how it worked. Yes, um, I was studying the Trinity method acting. So yes, okay. I do have training under my belt and I intend to um, continue to train. At the moment, I'm considering other acting schools. I don't think personally for me that a drama school, i.e. a full-time drama school is necessary, but, um, mm -hmm. you know, acting schools, you know, I, I am looking at. Sure. I, I mean, different people learn in, in different ways. They right? do, and, yeah. I mean, I know for me, <coughs> I went to, I never went to a drama school. I, for a year and a half, went to to Salford University to study performing arts, but I just didn't enjoy, um, I didn't enjoy the, the studying element. Whereas though over the last five years here in Australia, I've done regular scene work and, um, and learned different methods and frameworks, et cetera, which I think has been more beneficial for me to invest my time and my money into because it's an expensive gig uh, trying to make it as an actor. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, I don't necessarily, I, I think I'm on the same, same page as you. I don't think necessarily that um, that like a formal drama school or full time degree is necessarily necessary. Um, but again, you know, to each their own. I know that in the UK, it's uh, going to school, going to university straight out of college is kind of a big thing and a rite of passage. So a lot of people do go down the mm -hmm. drama school route yes. uh, initially because it's the it's the 
what's the word? It's the it's the it's the standard thing to do in the UK. Yes, it's like expected. go to university because it's your opportunity to move out of home and be away from the parents. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, what um have you built? You, you mentioned that you're um, writing a screenplay at the moment. Is that a short film or a feature film? What's the it's what's the plan uh, there? it's going to be a a mini series. Yes, it's okay. too long to be a feature film, and that's how I've written it as a mini series. I have ninety five percent of it written down, so right now I'm just in the okay. process of editing and trimming, etc. There's no rush. Okay. No, I mean no, of course not. What's the? Uh, I I find it really admirable when when people reach the point in their career where they decide that it's time to kind of make their own own work do you see yourself uh acting in that or being more of a writer director producer? um right writer first and foremost okay. i i hadn't really considered that whether i would star in it or not but if i were it would probably be a, a minor role okay and the you know so what's the context sure what's the plan for your for your series then is it uh, uh, write it and then try and picture it, or like, have you got a yes. kind of well, plan of attack of what because you're trying it's, to achieve? Because um, it's it's based on a true story. I'm going to be first of all, I'm going to have it copyrighted. Then I'm going to get in touch with people who are connected to the story, even if not to ask their permission, just to inform them that this is what I'm doing, and you know, okay. just out of courtesy. And then I'm going to pitch it and submit it okay do you just focus on um on film and tv at the moment as far as your own acting is concerned or do you still do theater productions as well tv and film i may consider theater at a later date okay mm. and when it comes to the the type of stuff that you're working on given that you're 100% focused on acting and sometimes modelling. Are you, are you at the moment, um, the acting gigs that you're getting, are they paid or are they unpaid? They're all paid now. Last, okay, that's yes, amazing. Last year when I um, started acting consistently, I um, took a few unpaid jobs for, you know, credits and showreel material and that was very beneficial but now I only apply and you know go for paid roles paid stuff nice do you have you kept any kind of statistics on how much your how much you apply for versus how much you audition for and how much you're casting yes yes I do I um apply for at least 10 jobs a day okay and what's the what's the kind of conversion rates that you have at the moment of applied to audition to cast? Yes, um, audition. Um, well, again, that that varies. For instance, I've had um, three self tape. I had three self tape requests last week. They've been submitted. Okay. Yes, and the week before that, I had one. The week before that, I had none. So it's impossible to quantify. Sure. 
And are these all kind of based locally or do you apply the stuff um, throughout the country? Throughout the country, even abroad. Okay, that's cool. I guess uh, the UK is relatively small, so it's not as difficult to uh, get around if, uh, if, if work comes up. No. It's, you know, fairly easy. <laughs> whereas, though, I, whereas I live in Australia and getting to somewhere like Sydney or Melbourne is uh, no easy feat without paying a lot of money on a flight. I can imagine, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, cool. I mean, it sounds like you're, you're doing really well considering, I don't, considering sounds like a, a bad, a bad, like it's a bad thing. But, you know, I think when we're starting out as actors, we're, we're very much live in a world where we're made to believe that we're not going to get anywhere unless we've got an agent and like an agent is the holy grail of being able to make it as an actor yes. and you seem to be doing really well in spite of that kind of standard idea mm -hmm. um for acting which is which is really admirable and, and really exciting for you by the sounds of it it is i enjoy it i enjoy the journey i enjoy you know attending auditions and even you know being rejected you know, it's part of the adventure. That's how I view it now. Well, now that you've learned how to uh, deal with the rejection, then yes, they're, not as, now. Uh, they're not as difficult. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds, that sounds great. Well, look, I mean, it sounds like you're, um, you're doing really well at the moment, Miriamma, and I, you know, I wish you all the success. I, I hope that we get to see you on Emmerdale or Coronation Street at some point in the future. So I'll be keen to hear what the result is of that, given you've been shortlisted for one of them. So all the best um, with that. And, you know, thank you so much for having a chat with me today on, on the podcast. Thank you. Nice to talk to you as well, Danny. You too. Thank you. Enjoy your week and uh, good luck with all the auditions that are obviously streaming through. Thank you. Same to you.